Welcome to This Week in Location-Based Marketing with your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Asif Khan. It is time for This Week in Location-Based Marketing. This is episode number 258. Uh, Then we're doing this live, evening time. That is, what is this, Monday, November 9th, 2015. My name is Rob Woodbridge from Foco.co, located in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And to see if you don't look like you're in the same place at all. I've never seen this background of all the I'm time not, we've I, been yeah, doing this. Uh, this is Asif Khan of the Location-Based Marketing Association on location oh, in nice. Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, yes, in a very, very nice hotel room that uh, took me a long time to get to. Swanky, so. swanky, swanky hotel room. But it's so worth it, isn't it? Is everything? Does everything look like that down there? Like it's all, you know, kind it's of like it's like this. It's like the whole city is like just beautiful. It's amazing. It's kind of stuck in the 1800s, kind of thing. I know. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see that. I'd like, what's the name of the hotel you're staying at? Uh, it's it's just called the Belmont Charleston Place. Of course. Of course. Yes. Everything has to end with place. Yes. Well. Good. Yeah. Good. Do you want to tell everybody why you're down there? You're being pitched, aren't you? I'm being pitched this week, so I am not speaking at a conference this week. I am the buyer, uh, so to speak, where a whole bunch of, uh, I'm at something called the Association Executive Exchange. It's a whole bunch of industry association people that get to sit across the table in preset meetings with vendors who sell stuff to associations, um, software companies, you know, lead generation companies, uh, you know, badge printing companies, whatever, uh, all sorts of things, video companies, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, so I get to do that. So, uh. I've already met a couple interesting companies, so uh, stuff that can make retail loco better, stuff that can do all sorts of things. So, uh, yeah. I wonder. I wonder honestly, though. You know, it's like the the old um, condo trips to Florida, right? Like, hey, we'll keep you here for three days, fly down here for three days, just come and hang out, and we'll look over condo. Is that yeah. what you're doing? You just wanted to see South Carolina. You can be honest with me. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm mean, I'm down here a lot, as you know. We have the the annual uh, excursion down to Myrtle Beach, so we've done lots of day trips down to South Carolina over yeah, the years. You have uh, to to Charleston. I mean, um, so I love this. This it's a great little town. Well, it's, not that, it's a great. It's a great town. I, I don't doubt it. I've never been. I, actually, I've driven through South Carolina. Military here, the Navy's here. You got ships, cruise ships, all sorts of stuff all over the place. Well, I've, I've driven through it on the way on the way to Florida when I was yeah. in my teens. Well, anyway. okay. So what's shaking with the uh, yeah, LBM? No, what's that? No baseball this week to talk about. I know. No, it's, it's all done. It's depressing. It's over. It's, it's depressing. Over. I gotta say now we're that, just gonna see if Josh Johnson wins the MVP. That's that's the only thing left. That is it. And, and um, there was an article uh, in, on uh, Derek Jeter's website, uh, Bleacher. Yep. No, maybe was it the Bleacher Report? Maybe it was something else. It was. Uh, I can't remember what, what his website is called. What a guy! I, like I've lost my mind. I've had a long weekend. And I'm Jeter, man. Yeah, but it was uh, about, about Bautista actually wrote about his uh, bad flip, saying that hey, listen, it's part of the game. It's a show. If you don't think that baseball is a yeah. show, then you know, stop watching. Yeah. That's why it's called the show. It's called the show. So, um, yeah, you know the only uh, the only hockey reference I can talk about this week is because I don't want to rub it in about the Leafs. Uh, the, you know, the, the Senators aren't great either. But 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 um, I was emceeing this event this weekend, uh, which is why I'm so damn tired. It's so exhausting. A two day event called uh, Canucks. It's Can UX, but because I'm Canadian, we're up here in Canada. It's called Canucks. It's called Canucks. And um, it was great. Uh, we had the guy on who actually did the, built the uh, refrigerator that you had to sing O Canada to yeah. open the door, right? So you, you sing the whole thing of O Canada, and if you're you're you know if your timing is right, door opens, beer inside. And uh, he had this great video of 
of like uh, of uh, this crazy leaf fan. He's like, go leaves, go leaves, go leaves, go leaves. And as soon as that came on, Spartacat, which is the uh, the mascot for the Ottawa Senators. They, the conference hired him to run out there and basically chastise the guy, and and he stood in front of the screen and he was out there for like seven minutes, and and it was it was like the best thing ever. He just <coughs> shunned shunned the Leaf fan, destroyed the blue and white. Anyways, so that was that was my big news, hockey news. How was your you weekend, Steve? Well, what's going on with the LBMA, buddy? Uh, you know, we are in the middle of uh, getting ready for uh, starting to plan for uh, Retail Loco at South by Southwest. Come on. There's a number of uh, chapter events that are coming up, uh, just kind of end of year stuff. I know there's an event that's going to be happening in Toronto, uh, first week of December. There's also one happening in Dallas that week. Um, so all that stuff will be up on the LBMA site shortly, uh, actually in the next 24 hours or so. So, uh, yeah, there's a few little chapter events going on. So if you're uh, in an LBMA chapter city, have a look at the site, and uh, there's probably some sort of holiday, you know, drinking, gathering, something going on. <laughs> no. In a, in a city near you. All brought right. to you by the LBMA. I like That's it. it. I like That's it a lot. Did you say like open bar at all those places? I did not say that. Oh, no. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. No. Kyle might get upset if I said that. In, open bar, in especially in Toronto, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's good. And then, uh, so you're slowing down, basically, is what you're telling me. Yeah, you know, we're winding the year down. There's still, there's a lot lot to do uh, on the research side and other things that we're trying to put together, um, get ready for the new year. But yeah. All right. Well, then then why don't we just, uh, are we ready? Do we want to jump into the show? Let's is do that, it. Yeah. You got nothing else to talk about? No, let's get it. Come on. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Is it, have you ever seen, you know who Draplin is? Aaron Draplin? Yeah. So, like, he's this guy from Portland, Oregon. He's a designer, and he does these field notes, and, and he's, a, he's a graphic designer. He does logos and stuff. He closed out this conference, and, uh, I mean, he's just such a character, just a boisterous big character. Anyways, if you don't know who Draplin is, go and take a look at, at the Draplin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we can start. I got my, I got my you say. have the, uh, you know, the Starship, Jefferson Starship song? I do. I have it. I have it queued up because we, our first story is uh, is is uh, is about something called Starship. So I was just gonna just thanks to Apple Music here. I'm gonna get this stuck in people's heads right now. Can you hear that fine there, Steve? Yeah. This is like, like nothing's gonna stop us now by Starship. Just, just observe and, and appreciate this classic. I'm not too Here we go. That is just it's just pure poetry for like 1980. Perfect. Now picture the long hair and mustache on these guys. You know, at least back in those days, you could actually... You could. You could understand them, definitely, but but you had to look like that. Oh, yeah. That's Love terrible, it. That's eh? Oh, I lost it there, see? And then you have to like that. All right, well, that's... I just All right, to put that. All right so let's talk about Starship. Okay, I'm going to leave that in the background, just like that. Yeah. yeah, this is a, uh, our first story is about a product called Starship, which is, we've heard about drones everywhere, and now, hey, we're, we're talking about forgetting drones. Starship wants to deliver your packages by self-driving robots. Self-driving robots! So this is a company that was started by the ex-Skype founder, Ati Heinla, and he literally wants to drive your groceries to you. So it's a robot that can carry the equivalent to two shopping bags securely to your door by driving on pedestrian uh, at pedestrian speeds across the city. I don't know how far they can go, but it goes on the city sidewalks. 
So you basically you choose what you want, when you want it delivered based on some slots. And then it sets out like a little drone on the road and it gets to you at that time. So you don't have to wait for like delivery packages and FedEx or whatever it might be. And it goes four miles an hour, four miles an hour. So I think that you don't want to basically no ice cream. I'd say like yeah. no ice cream or nothing. There's like be. a 20 minute radius uh, delivery radius on this thing. Inside. Yeah. So well, what's that? If it goes four miles an hour, how far can you be? Like 500 meters from the store? Is that kind of where you have to be? <laughs> so uh, they say it's 10 to 15 times cheaper than the alternatives, which obviously we know is like human powered. Uh, yeah. And it's also could be drones, which are flying drones, which is what Amazon wants to do. But the thing is with drones is that it can only carry small packages, emergency packages like right. medicine and that kind of stuff, which is the, the use case right now. But this is literally it can carry two shopping carts. It's four wheel or six wheels and it drives out and and totally battery powered. Yeah. So but it just doesn't go very far. That's and these all. guys are based in Estonia. I know. Weird. Estonia. But can you imagine like this would never, this can never fly in New York. Imagine like in Manhattan, Times Square. Me 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 me. Like we try to get through. <laughs> yeah, so maybe crazy. Like the, yeah, people would be knocking these things over like left, right, and center. It, it would be, but but you know what you can do. The thing is that so a lot of security stuff is that they say that you can't open it without the app. So you can track it with the app, and then there's a, a specific code that appears on the app, and and then it's the only thing that opens the thing. <laughs> but then it's it's small enough for somebody to just pick up. And walk away with it. There you go. I'm just gonna instead of stealing your groceries, I don't care about you know the twenty dollars worth of groceries that are in there. I care about the machine that I'm going to. Yeah. As long as Brinks doesn't start using these to, to deliver the money, then we're good. <laughs> that would be even that would be more funny. That'd be funnier. <laughs> You're like a little guy and little dude comes out. Anyways, he's walking like a big guy with a pistol because four miles an hour, like that's not fast, folks. That's not fast. That's not fast. Like if you really need your groceries, get off your ass and go and pick them up. Yeah, anyways, this is Ready. Forget Drones' is Starship, hence the song, Starship. Well, this is nothing's going to stop us now by Starship. There we go. Perfect timing. Let's see if the song's over. Take it over to story number two. All right, second story uh, about a company called Listener. It's spelled L-I-S-N-R. Uh, we've talked about these guys maybe a couple of years ago. They were actually, uh, I, I met these guys originally as part of... Uh, the very first uh, Mondelez Mobile Futures uh, program that we were involved in, and they were one of the uh, the winners in that program that got had got selected. They um, are a uh, company that spun off of uh, a bunch of folks from uh, PNG, actually, and um, uh, had actually had PNG obviously as their their initial clients. But they've uh, announced this week that they've raised ten million dollars in a Series B, led by Intel Capital. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's, so if you're not familiar with this, it's, it, it's a Shazam like technology. It uses high frequency audio tones to, uh, unlock discounts and experiences, um, you know, that are picked up, uh, in, in audio. Um, and, uh, there's, uh, some talk about using this for, uh, for payments, um, and also using it as a, a way to connect to devices at home and office. Uh, using audio signals, so I mean it, it's it's a growing wave. We've talked about all sorts of audio payments companies, and and obviously Shazam's and and Yahoo's got a technology in this space, and several others. So uh, here's here's a company that uh, you know uh, launched with a, a lot of fanfare uh, as part of that mobile futures stuff. Uh, came out of PNG, has PNG as a client, and now has raised ten million bucks in a Series B. So there you go, listener, L I S N R. You know, I like these little things like that. Like, uh, obviously, the Mondelez Futures Program and uh, what Techstars is doing with the Los Angeles Dodgers, even right there. Mm -hmm. So they're going into brands, and they did it with Disney, where they find a, a number of companies that can help 
the LA Dodgers advance their technology or whatever they're doing. And um, and in fact, today is is Monday, but tomorrow is the um, is the LA TechStars LA Dodgers uh, kind of whatever the demo I suppose is from all the companies in there. I like, right. I like that they do that stuff. All right, um, our third story involves. <laughs> oh, I see. You know, we talked about this August fourteenth, twenty fourteen. Okay. Right. This is when we talked about uh, Local Register, which is the Amazon Square competitor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was announced on the 13th that it was coming out, and we talked about it on the 14th on that episode, episode number 195, if you're interested. And, and here's what Asif Khan said, and I quote, I don't think this is a square killer. That's what Asif said. And, <laughs> and, and, and here is what Rob said, which is me, they can outweigh everyone else, and they'll win. And here we are a year later, a year and a bit later, October 30th announced that Amazon is shutting down local register because guess what? They didn't kill Square and they didn't no. outweigh anybody else. So see if you win. And Square's still going and Square, they're going stronger Square actually. Square is still going. Like. Um, but Jack is back. Isn't that funny though? Like, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I'm, of course, anything that comes out from Amazon, I'm like, yeah, go. It's going to win. Yeah, of course. But you had the, and most you had, of it, great. But you had the wherewithal to say, hey, you know what? No, it's not going to make it. It's not going to kill. I don't think this will kill Square, is what you I said. I'd say most of what Amazon puts out is good, is good stuff, and uh, I'm all for it, like you. But uh, this one I just wasn't high on. So. No, you weren't. And so Amazon actually formally abandoned it. Just basically, you know, they will take their last transaction on February 1st of 2016. And then at the same time as doing that, they might as well cut off their right arm, which is Amazon Local, which was uh, their Groupon competitor. Um, yes. And so, you know, Living Social, Amazon had a huge amount of uh, equity in Living Social. And then all of a sudden, Amazon Local started taking over from Living Social because they started hiring up there. And now, obviously, you know, the peak is done from the kind of group buying mentality. And so Amazon at the same time is cutting off Amazon Local Register killed amazon local maybe it's their their naming convention like you know maybe nobody could really figure out it's amazon local and amazon local register yeah, yeah anyways so both of these guys done kaput finished moved on forget it but at the same time they are uh they have as we talked about last week expanding their uh it's online pay with amazon business on yes the web. which is huge and which, that will will uh have some serious legs <laughs> okay that's that right there will have some serious legs but is it like a paypal killer no i don't think so right it's uh, not a paypal killer but it, it, it's you know they are going to uh you know have a lot of sites that uh you know will will accept amazon uh, as a payment platform without I, question i, I absolutely I, and and also apple yeah yeah yeah. So, well, it, it, that's the big story: is that they cut these Amazon local and Amazon local register are dead, or soon to be dead, dying, dead. Hey, is is um, what you might call it still around? Is uh, are are there daily deal companies still around? Yeah, Groupon's still there. Uh, Living Social's still there. Um, they, they've changed a lot, right? So they yeah. they've kind of both morphed into kind of the uh, the big retailers using them as distribution platforms for their existing flyer specials and things like that as opposed to going out and sourcing um, you know standalone deals which is right. what they used to be right so it, it's hey you know you guys have millions and millions of people on your apps and we're you know the gross Kroger or whatever so we'll use you to actually push out all of our offers right. to those you know millions of people on your apps 
So that's kind of what the business that those guys are in nowadays. It's funny though. They I just saw an article from November third of this year that says uh, they replaced their CEO Eric Levkowski, that's a Groupon, with yeah. COO Rich Williams. So there you go, still around. All right, that's the third story. Again, they should have took the six billion when they got it. Oh my God, can you imagine how how many times have they had that conversation? I don't know. I, don't I wonder. Know. Like, so if if just by any chance they you know this happens and oh, poor old eric and the founders are like they have to go in and apply for welfare what do they what do they write down on that like you could have had six billion dollars would they qualify or do they just get uh, you know do they get the stupidity stamp and say like you guys are dumb you don't deserve anything they can go hang out with um what's his name um the oink guy the oink guy <laughs> what's his name uh, like uh, 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 uh the guy who just bought the uh how come i can't remember his name he just, I, I can't remember either. It's, yeah, yeah. It's me right yeah, now. but it, it, it's guy, 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 dig founder, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They can all go hang out together. They have a little like you know, book club. Well, yeah, but now because he bought uh, what the hell is his yeah, name? but everything he does, like it, it, it like it's it's really amazing, and like they have all this PR around it, and then six months later, it's over. And it's and it's done, and but at least like Groupon yeah. is still kicking around, but like. Yeah. Um, who the heck is like? Uh, come on, this is ridiculous. This is one of these things. Kevin Rose, Kevin Rose, Jesus. Just kidding me. Anyhow, yeah, it's one of those days. This is and, a long day. Anyway, so like, all I gotta say is that uh, you know, Am Amazon uh, kills those two products, and now you can take it to the fourth story see before. There you I, go. Fourth story. This is a very very exciting story. A company called Media Signage. That's one word. Uh, has launched a new GPS-powered location-based uh, platform for digital signage companies, and it's uh, basically uh, it targets moving vehicles. Very, very interesting. We've talked about this at the LBMA for a while. We've run some tests in this area, but you know, this is the first time I've seen anybody doing it on a platform level. So this is a GPS-enabled location targeting uh, for targeting buses, taxis, trains, and cars to some extent. Um, you know, but basically moving vehicle screens in moving vehicles uh, within a geofenced radius. Uh, so very, very interesting stuff. There's a, a software platform uh, called Studio Light that powers this, where you, uh, as a user or a brand, if you will, uh, you set a radius on a map, you set the priority, the duration, uh, the content source that you want to display, and then it looks for screens within that uh, of, on moving vehicles that are part of this network, and then delivers the content into those uh, in, into those environments. Brilliant stuff. Uh, this is exactly you know the whole idea of people, places, media that LBMA talks about every every living waking moment um, <laughs> of my existence, and 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 our, all of our people's existence. And um, I, I love it. I, I'm glad somebody's doing this on a platform level. Uh, and uh, check it out. Media signage, one word. Media signage. Yes, I can't believe we didn't leave with that. Lead with that story. It's like yeah, the, you know. that's the ultimate story. It, it's a good story. But then you know, like you still got to eat lunch, Rob. Oh, you still got to eat lunch. What about free lunch if you're in Spain, maybe? Yeah. Uh yes. I don't know how to say this to see if it's. I, I'm going to assume that it's a rodilla, right? Yeah, I think so. It's a restaurant, and uh, and they worked uh, with uh, Samsung for these screens. This is an out-of-home, a D-O-O-H, that's Digital Out-of-Home yeah. Initiative, with our friends J.C. Dassault. Like, yes. These guys are everywhere. I, they, they are everywhere. And, they got to be the biggest out-of-home company on the planet now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, and not only that, they're the most innovative out-of-home company on the planet, right? They're doing tons of stuff. Yeah. Well, and this is this is. Literally... I can't say that because they're all members of the LBMA. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I can say I it. The, one or the other, Rob. Come on now. I can say it. Yeah. 
I know, Lamar is fantastic. Clear Channel is just amazing. CBS. CBS Outdoor, JC Dassault. I mean, these companies, you know, it's, it's hard to pick and choose between <laughs> them. Yeah. You are so politically correct. <laughs> but I have to say that we the stories that come from JC Dassault, man, are, are, are impressive. Yes, there are some, some fantastic. And this people. is another one of these things, right? So they, they put up a screen um, in Spain, and uh, and this is a campaign in Madrid. And, and if you can order your lunch... Within a minute, on the screen, it's a touch screen, and you have to actually go through and order your lunch. And if you can order your lunch in a minute, it you can it, it gives you a uh, coupon that, that you take a photo of, and then you take it into Rodia, the restaurant, and uh, and you get a free lunch. And that's the whole campaign. So if you can complete your order in less than a minute, you take mm-hmm. a photo of the screen, and then you walk off. So this is in on a street. This is an out of home. This is a, a digital screen that is uh, that is on a street corner. And if you can if you can actually order your lunch within a minute and take the photo, you actually go into the restaurant and get a free lunch. That's the best thing ever. Awesome. I would I would do that in a heartbeat. Why why don't we have that kind of stuff here? These are this is a good place to eat too, from what I understand. Well, it looks good, but I why 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 don't we have that stuff here? Why aren't people trying it here? I don't know. I, let's do this in Ottawa, Rob. Well, you Come know on. what the problem with is that in Ottawa the screen would crack because <laughs> it's so damn cold, right? <laughs> Somebody would shoot a hockey puck into it or something. Somebody would shoot a hockey puck for yeah. sure, like a frozen puck into the screen in the middle of winter. Yeah, That'd and then be it would mid- be over. But but uh, honestly, I think that you have to pick a good warm climate to be able to do these digital at home stuff because you know, it, like during the summer it would be fine. I yeah. don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, but that's it. So Rodia invites you to lunch. If you can do it within a minute, you get free lunch. So I guess we have to fly to Spain or fly to Madrid in order to be able to get a free lunch. Luckily, we have a chapter in Madrid. So, you know, I'll have oh. to check it out. Well, why, don't they it's still it? running. why don't they try it? The next time we're there. All right. Yeah. So that's it. Those are the top five stories uh, from the industry. Those are really cool stories. All of them. Every single one of them. Come on. We had Starship to open things up. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so now uh, let's shift our focus to a case study. And this is our resource of the week. And you can go to uh, thelbma.com forward slash research, research, right? Research, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is this comes from um, Good Friends, Geophedia. And mm-hmm. it is a case study about the sports world uh, Chicago. And it's, um, it's assisted micro-targeting. So it's basically, uh, this is, I'm going to describe this to you and then you can go and download it from, uh, from the LBMA's website. Um, so what they, what they do is Geophedia identifies consumers across seven social media platforms. So that's, you, you name them. You know what they are. They're Twitter, they're Instagram, they're Facebook. I, I'm not really sure that Picasa qualifies as a social media platform or Flickr at this point. Instagram. Um, but, uh, and YouTube, so, so the big seven, uh, and then it requires no installation and it just basically leverages the apps that people are using already on their mobile phones. And it allows marketers to place a perimeter around any stadium game location or city and begin gathering real time social data within seconds. This is exactly what it does. And then you can get a view about, you know, you can dive in and get a quick hit snapshot of social activity in real time. So then what Sports World Chicago can then find fans who are near a store or in other cities at away games and give them compelling reasons to go and buy stuff. And so this is the results. This is a case study of these things. And I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. But but there's a considerable amount of activity that happens. I'll give you one stat. About 80% of the, of the driven conversions, that means the, the people that actually saw the message and actually 
took an action. 80% of those involved in-store purchases versus 20% doing e-commerce or digital purchases. So that's pretty significant when you can drive people uh, from a physical place with a digital message based on only the apps that you're using to put the right message in front of the right person and drive them into the store. I think that's a very compelling offer. Mm. Uh, and, and I think so. Anyway, that's that's just a sample of it. And you can get the rest of it at thelbma.com forward slash research. Anything to add to that, Asif? Or is that... Uh, no, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. So I don't want to tell you how it how it ends, but it ends well. No. Keep, them, keep them wanting. Exactly. Do your own homework. I don't yeah. have to read it to you. Do your own homework. This isn't an audio book. <laughs> All right. So that's the resource of the week from Geophedia. It's a case study on the sports world on Sports World Chicago. All right. Ready to dive into the member news? Yes, the quick hits of the member news. Six actually this six. week. Six. Con. Not even five. You get six. Con. You get a bonus this week. Um, the first one is probably the most powerful uh, one uh, that I've seen in a long time. And we've talked about Facebook ramping up their, their location stuff and their new tab, uh, the location notification tab we, we mentioned the other week. Uh, but this is for the brands uh, that use Facebook uh, pages and such. This is huge. So starting this past Thursday, Facebook uh, is now sharing information with marketers, with brands. This is in the U.S. only that will tell you as a brand uh, about people in the vicinity of your stores. What percentage of those people pass by uh, that might have seen your brand's ad on Facebook and other insights around foot traffic trends. This is massive. Obviously they're using people uh, who have Facebook app installed on their phones and, and tying that data to what's happening uh, on, on the, uh, the online side. So again, yet another bridge between the online and offline worlds here this is huge i mean obviously with the number of people who have facebook on their on their mobile devices this is massive amounts of data um and uh so this is available from something called the local insights tab for anyone who has a facebook brand uh, business page uh in the u.s uh it's based on the 28 past days so that so it's a 28 day history um and they, they again they look at passing people passing by a store's location that have seen a, uh, an ad in facebook uh, that relates to your store it's anonymized data uh they don't tell you the actual number of people but instead show you a trend of how that's going over the last week month quarter etc um and uh what days of the week are busiest in your neighborhood and that all that sort of stuff powerful powerful data also broken down by um uh, uh, age segments, uh, so 18, 24, 25 to 35, uh, et cetera. And um, yeah, powerful data set coming from Facebook. Uh, so this is, uh, this is, I don't know, if you're a retailer, if you're a small business, uh, you need to be on this is, is all I got to say about it. Um, and this will be around for a long time. Um, so there, <laughs> there you go. You heard, you heard it here. Second piece of member news, Walgreens. Um, well, we've all heard the, uh, the, you know, the, the buzz around Apple Pay, and I, I was at Money 2020 a couple weeks ago, and, and lots of talk about Apple Pay everywhere. Um, but Walgreens is the first company, first brand, to now take Apple Pay and integrate it with their rewards program. So up until now, you, all you could do with Apple Pay was pay, uh, but you couldn't link a, uh, a loyalty program to that. So you could argue that has slowed down adoption to some extent, but uh, no longer. Uh, Walgreens uh, Balance Rewards Program is now integrated with Apple Pay, and uh, and people can uh, can start earning points when they use Apple Pay. And this is huge because Walgreens has 85 million customers on their rewards program. Let me say that again: 85 million customers use Walgreens Balance Rewards. And I'm not so, one of them. Yeah. 
Well, we don't have Walgreens in Canada, so you know, it's just just how it goes. But we so are wait, getting out. Apple- Steve, are you telling me that eighty-five, so like almost a third of the United States, yes, is has on- a Walgreens, yeah, account. Oh my God, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. Yeah, unbelievable. So there you go. All right. Uh, yes. No. Story number three. Sticking with Apple. So somebody discovered on. Um, uh, I can't remember what the site is now, but one of these um, sort of sites where people sniff out, you know, apps that are uh, people uh, release in, in the wild and, and for testing and so on. But Apple has released released an app into the App Store this week called the Indoor Survey iOS app. It's probably going to get a different name at some point, but uh, it's being tested right now. It's not a commercially available thing, but uh, very very interesting technology. So what they're doing is they've developed a position for uh, a system for indoor positioning on iPhones. Uh, that pinpoints exact locations in real time without the need for hardware. So no beacons, no Wi-Fi, none of that kind of stuff. The way it works is is uh, people who have the app drop points on a map uh, within the survey app, and then you indicate your position within the venue. So basically, you walk people who are walking through the venue. So I, I assume they would do kind of fingerprinting or surveying type of exercise with this. Um, and then people walking through the venue are basically dropping these uh, these points all over the place. And then the, the app measures the radio frequency, uh, the RF signal, combines that with the iPhone sensor data, and then determines uh, position uh, based on the combination of those things. So, um, you know, kind of like what we've talked about with Indoor Atlas that does magnetic positioning, uh, where there's a fingerprinting exercise required to kind of map the building uh, based on its steel structure. Here we have people dropping pinpoints and then blending that data together with um, you know the RF data to uh, to do the same in, in, in a different way so this could be quite powerful we all know about the capital cost limitations of, uh, of big retail in in the US in, in rolling out things like beacons um, beacons make sense in, in, in certain situations they don't make sense in every situation uh, and in some situations you need you know solutions that don't require hardware so uh, this could be interesting so it's called uh, the indoor survey app from Apple uh, on iOS. Story number four, very quickly. Um, also a very, very big story, I think, uh, has the, the uh, potential to change the way uh, the ad industry is working in this space. Google, as you might know, owns a company called DoubleClick. Uh, DoubleClick's been around for a long time. Uh, they, I don't remember when this acquisition happened. Do you, Rob? This was years. Um, Long before the LBMA, I but, think. But I will, uh, as you speak, I will find it. Yeah. So a while ago, uh, Google acquired uh, probably one of the biggest ad, uh, online ad platform companies, uh, buying uh, and serving companies called DoubleClick, and um, you know they've continued to manage that in the online world for a long time. Guess what? This week they've decided to bring. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt right now. It's April of 2007. Yes. So 3.1 billion dollars. There you go. There you go. And uh, so now they've taken the power of the way double-click ad buying and serving works online, and they brought that to the out-of-home world. So, so basically, you have programmatic ad buying for out-of-home using double-clicks engine and algorithms. This is huge. I think this is huge. Um, and uh, this has a potential to change the whole out-of-home industry uh, in the way we buy and serve ads. Obviously, this is part of the way I would assume. I don't. I, I don't know this for a fact. But I assume this is uh, what was behind the initial experiments that uh, Google was running with the Google Outside program uh, in the UK and other markets uh, in terms of how the ads were served and um, because there was no predetermined ad buy in those scenarios. And uh, I guess this is now a commercial offering. So there you go. 
double-click uh, programmatic ad buying for out-of-home from Google. Okay, one more story, right? No, two more stories. Okay, number five, uh, our friends at Sweet IQ in Montreal. Uh, simple story here, quick story, have raised $4.2 million. Uh, this is a company that uh, specializes in uh, lo location marketing automation. So this is local search, listings management, uh, um, reputation management, all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, they've now got $4.2 million, uh, led by Plaza Ventures, uh, Rothenberg Ventures, Desjardins Innovatech, and Otimo Retail Group, as well as Real Ventures. So I know Real, the Real guys are a Montreal-based uh, uh, VC firm. Um, so some money coming into these guys to basically help them grow in the U.S. Uh, Michael Muir, uh, who's one of the, uh, the founders and CEO, was down at Retail Loco uh, as well, and... Uh, um, so excited for these guys and uh, to see that uh, you know they have the chance and, so, and some cash to kind of grow this out into the U.S. and take their uh, their product forward. So there you go. So here's a little plug for uh, for the company that I work for now, Foco. They are also a company that was invested in by Real Ventures. There you go. There you go. Must be good then. Must be so yeah. good. That means that right. obviously Sweet IQ is going to succeed. Exactly. So 4.2 million for Sweet IQ. I don't know what Foco got from them, but you know, there you go. It's all good. And our last story, our last story. Now, both of these companies that are working together, What Three Words and Esri, uh, are both LBMA member companies. And, uh, you know, you might remember Rob and I have talked a lot about What Three Words over the years. I happen to be, full disclosure, uh, on their advisory board. And um, they are a uh, company that has created a new addressing system based on three words. So primarily used in, in places where Postal codes and zip codes and all those kinds of things don't make sense uh, and don't even exist. So, for example, you know, you need to deliver, uh, you know, um, medical aid uh, package to uh, a family that's in the middle of, uh, you know, the jungle in in, uh, in the Amazon. Well, there's no postal code, there's no zip code, there's no way to tell UPS how to get it there. So, what you need is the address that says, you know, uh, you know, third right leg or whatever it is, and um, you know, or or uh, up the hill, or whatever, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but it, it's an address defined by three words that are unique to that place, that position on the planet. Uh, and and they've been growing this database significantly. Um, they have a grid of 57 trillion squares uh, currently that are all three meters by three meters that uh, are defined by these three-letter words. And uh, now that data is available in Esri's platform or visible to anybody who's using Esri's ArcGIS platform as a way to, to reach people and, and to address uh, businesses and to address, you know, just anywhere that you need to deliver something. So uh, the What Three Words data is now available in the Esri ArcGIS platform. There you go. That's our six stories. Boom. 11 stories and a resource. A see if I can't believe that. Awesome. How does that happen? I don't know. How do you do that? But somehow pull it together. And you know what? I've got some great stories I, I, I've held back for next week. Ooh. So here you go. Where are you next week? Back in back in Teal? I am. Uh, yeah, I'm in Toronto. Weird. That is great. That is Crazy. great. That is unbelievable. I'm actually there for like a couple weeks, I think. I know, because I'm going to be there the 24th and the 25th, and we actually might get together. Maybe we'll have lunch. You know, we, we typically have to like meet in, in, we'll in Austin. We'll have to pay for lunch, though. We won't have to like rodeo, like telling us, you know, oh, yeah. the screen. So, yeah. So yeah. somebody in Toronto, whoever's in Toronto, maybe they can pay for lunch. For Who wants to buy Rob and I lunch? Come on. I'll be there on the 24th. Uh, yeah, but, you know, typically we meet each other. I've never met you in Toronto. 
I know. I'm, we never can, except for, actually, that's not true, except for uh, Untethered Talks. Yes, your, game, your, yeah. your conference. My conference. That's right. I had to throw a conference to get a seat in the same room as me in Toronto. <laughs> Typically, uh, like, so we'll meet in Austin, we'll meet in Chicago, we met in San Francisco, uh, we're, we've met in, in Austin twice, right? Yeah. And well, the first time we met was at that conference where you were doing the uh, interviews. In Toronto, yeah, yeah. In but I don't, I don't count. That, that doesn't count. That was, we were in that basement, right, of wherever that was in the conference center. <laughs> and then, uh, but other than that, then I met you again in New York. So pretty much the only time I've seen you in Toronto has been at two conferences. And uh, yeah. the rest of the time has been out of the city. Yeah. In fact, the only time you've been to well, Ottawa. When I came to Ottawa. Exactly. We went together briefly, but yeah. yeah. But not, not in Toronto every time I'm there. So I'm yeah. very excited. Hopefully we can connect. But Let's that's it. it. That's it for the show. Uh, Asif, any last words, man? No. I'm uh, going to go enjoy a little bit of Charleston charm. Charleston charm. Is it warm there? It, it's warm, but it's it's a- absolutely pouring rain. Um, it's uh, They're under a severe flood watch right now. Um, oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. It's not not good weather, but it's it's a great place. It's a great. Well, I've never, I've, as I said, I've never stopped there. So enjoy yeah. Charleston. Tropical depression going on here. There's a what? Tropical depression or something. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's sad. Makes me sad. It's all good. All right. Well, let's uh, let's sign this off. Episode number two hundred and fifty-eight done. We will be back for two fifty-nine as usual. If you have any uh, thing that you'd like to contribute to the show, any nice things that you'd like to say about the show, you know how to reach us. You can reach me at rob at untethered.tv or seep at thelbma.com. Um, and of course, go check out thelbma.com. You can go check out foco.co as well if you want to. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Yes. But and, if, and if you happen to be at Retail Loco a few weeks ago, yes, uh, all the photos and the video from that uh, that uh, we're sharing will be soon, later this week, probably available on foco.co. Yeah, like, do you want to open that to people who weren't at... Uh, at uh, yeah, why not? Okay, so if you want to go, you can go to... Uh, no. We... no, no, no. Yes, yeah, we do. Of course we do. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, if we wanted to open this up and you and you wanted to see some of the video, you could actually, and yeah. it will be up, you know. It'll be limited, though. Like, you're not getting the full conference or anything. No, 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 no. But you're going to get a little bit of it. And you can go to, uh, and now what I'm saying is that it's not up there right now, and it will be up over the course of the, over the next week or so, but you can go to retailloco.foco.co. Yes, <laughs> and then it's it'll great. it's a landing page on your uh, either on your browser or on on the browser on the uh, on your mobile device, and you can download the app and then log in and and you'll have access to whatever we post up there. How's that? Fun times. All right, man. That's it. All That's right. it for two fifty eight. We'll see you next week for two fifty nine. Stick around. It's gonna be a good show, of course. Receive safe travels. Enjoy uh, South Carolina, and we'll see you in Toronto next week. Awesome. Later. See you, everybody.
the stage. 